Yeah, good evening and welcome, welcome back. You're with Ismail Akhirin. I'm uh, standing in for Lester Kivit, and this is the part of the evening where I get uh, all worked up and emotional about football. And remember, you can call uh, to participate in our football, mainly the Premiership. Uh, you can call us at 021-446-0567. Drop us a WhatsApp message at 072-567-1567. And I want to welcome on the line my favorite commentator, sports commentator and analyst, Akona Mashaya from Johannesburg. Akona, good evening. How are you? Evening, Doc. Um, how are you? I'm 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 good indeed. Except I, you know, I don't have a TV at home, and in the yeah. studio here, they don't they don't have a TV on. So I don't know what's happening with Arsenal at the moment. Please, do, you know, do, don't break my heart. What do you, you make of? Had, <laughs> you just had you've just pulled me out of my lounge to <laughs> take this call. <laughs> so I'm itching. Okay. Um, what do you make of the uh, of, of the restarting of 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 the the, the Premier League? It feels like I'm a six-year-old and it's Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. it is. It is amazing. But I wonder how it feels. You've been watching the German Bundesliga without fans. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, how's that? How's that going? How's that feel? How does it feel? So you you get used to it because they they've got this feature on TV where they they play a sound that sounds like the fans. Oh, so it seems like there's a buzz around the stadium, but you get over it because I mean, football is what you want at the end of the day. The yeah. fans do add to it, but I mean, some football is better than no football. So that's that's the positive out of it. But the way the the Bundesliga has been going, I mean, it's, it's been great. They've already settled. They've, they've already got a winner. Um, right. Bayern Munich won the league. Right. Um, but it's still very exciting, and and it's an interesting thing is they 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 seem to say well they have said I've been listening to commentaries that home field advantage just completely disappeared. Yeah, that that yeah that's exactly what's happening now. You find that the home field advantage is not there anymore in terms of the fans um, having an impact on the game. Um, yeah. it's, it's the technical ability of the players now. Um, whereas you find that the, the, the better side almost always wins because of just how superior they are to the other side. So yeah. that's, that's the, the different spin to it. But I think with the Premier League, I mean, it's not, it's never the case with the Premier League because all the teams are competitive and so as much as fans are important and they drive their home team, um, you'll find that as, as opposed to the other league, it, it'll be less of a factor in this yeah, league. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was just saying just to to a one of our guests early on the line that you know there's only one team that has nothing to fight for, and that's Liverpool, because yeah. un, unless they unless they lose the next nine games, <laughs> you know, and and Manchester City win the next nine, you know, they're not going to win. You know, they, they're going to lose the league, but maybe not. You know, so, yeah. so so with 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 first place settled, what do we have to look forward to? The relegation, champ, uh, Champions League's places. So with first place settled, um, I think the sooner Liverpool wins the league, the better it will be for everyone right. um, who has to play Liverpool because I don't think they'll be up to the intensity that they've been playing at, especially without the the crowds at Anfield and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, but you find that there's a lot of sides in the Premier League. Because when I was looking at the fixture list at the start of the season, I was telling myself that Liverpool has probably the toughest last five games of the season. Really? And if, and if they went and if they went to that to those last five games, it would have been very difficult for them. Right. But luckily for them, they've won it. I mean, way before that. I mean, they would have played yeah. Arsenal, I think Man City, um, I think Leicester. Leicester, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. there would have been very tough games for them, but that won't be a case. But with the top four race and the, and for Champions League as well as for Europa League, it, it's basically like five points in it. Yeah. I was listening to uh, Raheem Sterling and uh, and Michael Richards talk about uh, Black Lives Matter and um it's it's interesting we'll get to Black Lives Matter now and 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 and, and what the that the FA are doing um but Raheem Sterling already starts to, uh, Manchester City already start starting to talk about coming second. They it's it's, it's almost as if They've given up, but you know they, they clearly haven't given up. Pep's teams don't give up, but they still yeah. have Champions League to fight for. They still have the FA to fight for. But I think most people have kind of accepted that Liverpool have won this thing. Yeah, I, th- I think for for City's sake, it's better that they refocus their their, their energies towards Champions League. Yeah, um, because um, as you said, it's very it's it's not in their hands. Um, to win the league and something miraculous would have to happen. Yeah. Um, so we find that they've resigned themselves to finishing second right. third, but they'll be pushing to finish as high up as possible um, because that's just how it is and Pep Guardiola is. Um, but I think their biggest challenge now is to go for the Champions League. I haven't looked at the the results. Uh, Aston Villa played today. Uh, what 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 is the result in the the Villa Sheffield uh, match? It was quite controversial. It ended in a nil-nil draw. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sheffield United got the ball in the net or the goal behind the line, but oh. goal line technology did not go off on the on the ref's watch. Oh, that was right before the the end of the second, the first half. Yes, yes, yes. that's exactly oh, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, good. So, I know. I turned the in the studio. I turned the television on to football, and everybody came rushing to me saying, "No, no, no! You can't do that. We have to watch the president's speech." So you know, <laughs> I'm deprived of football. Oh, so so they went. Sad. So it's nil nil. Yeah, nil nil, which is good for clubs like Arsenal, Spurs, Man United, because um, Sheffield United is right in that race. Yeah, so Sheffield, Sheffield are the surprise team of the year. Yeah, they. A well-oiled machine. I mean, they play within their limitations. Sure. Their manager's really good, experienced side, professional guys, fit, physical. Yeah. They just—they're almost like the, the German side of old, you know, the yeah. '90s German side. Yeah. Let me. Um, yeah. One of the things that I wanted to discuss um, is the the Black Lives Matter. For the first time, the, the league has re- rules. The FIFA have rules. And the Premier League have rules that you can't advertise on, you know, most players, some players lift their shirts and they yeah. advertise, uh, or they make statements on them, political statements. I remember Robbie, Robbie Fowler, uh, many years ago, uh, raised his shirt when he scored a goal and showed, uh, support for the mine, um, dock workers strike and he was fined for it. Um, yeah. So there is a fine, but the Premier League has said that for the first twelve games or for the first fourteen games of this uh, restart, 
then no players are going to have names on the back of their shirts. All shirts are going to have Black Lives Matter on them. Yeah. Um, I think, that's, I think that is huge. Yeah, I mean, there's a, that's a total shift from where the Premier League was years ago, where you couldn't even, you know, put your fist up. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it, it's a great, I mean, it's happening as well um, in the Bundesliga. Um, oh, I find really? it, oh. Yeah, um, they, 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 they were doing the same. I think it's great for football because football is not um, separate from society. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should be able to voice out your opinions as you would on the street because those, those matters affect footballers. Perhaps not as much as the person on the street or the fans in the stand are affected, right. but those are, are, are the are living realities of people. And before you're a footballer, you're a person and you're part of society. So I think what the, what the Premier League and other leagues are doing now is great for football, and I think the awareness that that's being raised is, is unbelievable. Uh, you know, there was a very interesting. I, you know, I listen to podcasts because I drive quite. Uh, I spend a lot of time in my car, and um, I listened to a podcast today, and it was hosted by Kelly Cates, and oh. I think um, Chris Sutton was on it, and and one other person. But basically, there were there were three white people on, and they got Ian Wright on. So Kelly Cates was the host. Uh, it's BBC uh, Football. Said to Ian, "What do you think?" of this movement, and and Ian Wright just turned around and said, look, no, I'm in, not interested. I want you to tell me what you think of it. I want you okay. white people to tell me what you think of it. And it, there was this moment of silence, and that was the point. Yeah. That was the yeah. point, because it's that not a black exactly problem. Point. That, that is exactly the point. And, and I, think, I, I think, I mean, not to speak for, for them or anything, no. there's also this sense of apprehension of, not wanting to say anything or mm. place yourself as you know the, the front of a movement that's probably not about you. Right. But I, I think the more people engage and they, they engage with the issues that are being brought to light, the better it will be. And to not having people being defensive or trying to pull away from it, but confronting it head on. I think together, all of society can, can bring solutions to this problem. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but... Yeah, no, I. There was there was also an interview with Troy Deeney, and and he made some very good points, and and and, and it is a point of it's education, and there's always this idea of whether this is a tipping point, whether that we've reached a tipping a tipping point, and you know this one seems to be movement because very many teams, especially Arsenal, have you know the entire team just took a knee, and and they. Teams are starting to take, but Raheem Sterling also makes an interesting point. He said that he doesn't, he does, he's not opposed to taking a knee, but he yeah. wants to see results. If taking yeah. a knee produces results, then he will take a knee, which is, it's, it's a good point. It's a good point. He's, you know, he'll take a knee, but the point is, what he's saying is, is, is basically, we've had kick out, kick it out. We've had stop yeah. racism and now taking a knee. And then what are we going to have next? And it's still going to continue. True, and 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 him personally, he's taken a lot of a lot of stick in terms of how people have reported um, about him in the media, uh, um, about how he lives his life. He's yeah. been, you know, 
It's it 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 has been. But you know, Connor, before I let you go, you know, I know you have better things to do because let me tell you something. If I had a TV tonight, I wouldn't be here. I'd be watching TV. <laughs> But let me just ask you, um, what do you, do you think we will make? Uh, do you think the Arsenal will make uh, a Champions League spot? Um, I think, as as the manager Mikel Arteta puts it, um, it, 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 it there's, there's no purpose or point into trying to 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 say those things and you know to yeah. to you know because what we need to do is we've got eleven games left. Yeah. We win about eight of them then we'll be in line. Right. You know, but if we can do that, from what I, I, I saw briefly um, just now, I think the guys are tuned in. Yeah. They know exactly what they need to do. Um, he's disciplined. Uh, uh, quite a few guys in the squad already. I think that David Luiz and Ozil have missed out because of whatever training ground issues. So he's, he's, not, he's, he's not wasting time. He, he wants to take the team in, in the right direction. And those who follow him will be in the team. Right. And 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 I think if they do follow him, they yeah. will get there. Yeah, but and uh, at the bottom, do we think? Not, uh, do we think that? Uh, do we think that uh, Villa will stay up? Or I think the Canaries are down. I but that's you know anything's possible down there. And you called that from the start of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get things right sometimes, so rarely that I never even think about it. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I think. No, Norwich will go down. I think Villa will struggle. They'll probably go down and they'll lose a lot of their top players yeah, for next yeah. to nothing. Um, so I'm just trying to find now who the third team will be. Um, but on the flip side, the nice thing about our our club is that we still have to play a lot of guys that are ahead of us. And so right. it's in our hands. We can take points off that. We can take points off that. So, Akona, you know, it's been really great as usual. And, you know, the next time I do come on, we will, you know, we'll do this again and we'll structure this properly. Let us, you know, one of the things that Chris Sutton said um, on an interview this week, he said that there have been uh, between the 2018 and 2019, no, between the, yeah, between the 2018 and 2019, season and the 2019 and 2020 season there were 89 days of break this yeah. current break has been longer than that break so it's like a completely new season for people yeah yeah so you know and- i don't know what's going to i don't know if they're going to when they're going to get up to fitness i don't know how they're going to get up to fitness because it's a preseason but it's not a preseason yeah true and and i think a lot of a lot of a lot of guys would have would have been spared of the burnout, of the pressure that comes just yeah. to sit down with their families and just you know yeah yeah that's true and relax. So I think on on the mental side, the guys will be good for it. But yeah. now they'll they'll be itching to get out and actually earn their paycheck. Yeah, yep, that's true. Akona, thank you so much for being with us here tonight. And remember, you're my call to my my go to guy for sport. <laughs> thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Good night.